For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, Thunder fans? It is Jerry here with his smoke alarm, joined by two amazing dudes, one in an 18-wheeler out in the backwoods of Kentucky, delivering the lumber. We call him Lumberjack Dill for a reason. That actually just started right now. Um, But Dylan, what is up, brother? How in the heck are you doing? Uh, Doing pretty good, you know. We're out here working. It's another working man spot edition. Uh, Got to confess, I'm not an 18-wheeler. I'm actually in a flatbed, so I'm in a 10-wheeler. But it's still six more wheels than most people drive. So there you go. Thank you for the uh, wheel update there. I very much will appreciate it. Um, speaking of the workman's pod, I am currently on Microsoft Teams delivering support to my team. So that's what I'm doing here. So if you hear the keyboards clicking, that's what it is. You hear the the flatbed driving. That's what Dylan's doing. Um, and then we are also joined by the one, the only chef, Maddie Moles, that puts orange slices on his dishes for more presentation. Maddie, how in the hell are you doing, brother? I also hit it with a little bit of parsley, you know, a little pars- <laughs> a little green to like make everything pop. Give it that pop. Um, I'm, I'm good. I am also on Microsoft Teams as I am working uh, from home. I will be going back to the office every other week starting in January, but I'm still waiting for additional like clearances and whatnot for my new position. So like, that's cool. But yeah, so we're all just kind of jobbing it up in our respective spots and we're here to talk Thunder basketball. I am not drinking alcohol though. I am drinking black coffee. Um, that's what he's telling us guys. Yeah, we don't know what he sprinkled in that coffee cup. We have no clue. So um, I will take it for what it is. Uh, (laughs) He is drinking, though, something. We just don't know what. Um, No, so thanks, guys, for jumping on, making another edition of the Working Man's Pod. Um, Let's dive in here. Um, You know, I wanted to start off with Russ and him officially signing with the Wizards, taking number four, his old high school number, and – by God, we got Snapchat videos of him singing again, and he never did that before. The man's smile is from ear to ear every single time I see him. Um, what Coach Scotty's saying about him has just been so, so awesome. Um, I don't know about you guys. I actually subscribe to League Pass every year, and I will be watching a crap ton of Wizards games this year. Um, how about you guys? What, what, what are you guys thinking about all this? 
Yeah, I think what's in uh, what's important here for Thunder fans is we can finally root for us with like no guilty conscience this year. Um, he's not on a rival team. He's not on a team in the West, and our team isn't in a position to be successful. So, you know, watch your Thunder team. You know, watch the growth and development of our young guys. But if you're rooting for a team that's actually going to win some games, hey, the Wizards are the Thunder of the East. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, we want to be as bad as possible. So, like, root for all the teams, right? Like, root for every team to get wins yeah, man. Uh, at this point. Like, it's cool. We just get to watch basketball and enjoy basketball. Um, and you know what? Like, the Rockets as we knew them is, is going to not be the same soon. So, like, you don't even have to really hate them, although, you know, them losing a lot. Not too much, but just enough, you know. Uh, really benefits us well. Uh, it benefits us uh, immensely to see them kind of implode. Um, I, I tweeted out a GIF of, uh, or a GIF, or however you want to pronounce it, of the girl watching that house burn and just smiling, and like that's got to be what Sam Presti is right now, just watching everything unfold in Houston. Um, I'm I'm really excited to root for Russ, and I actually think the Russ. Beal pairing is going to be a lot, um, a lot better than what the Harden Russ pairing was in Houston, and and the basketball should be good there. I mean, Rui's good, Bryant's good. Uh, they got Pegasus there. They brought him back, uh, Davis Burton. So like, that's going to be a fun team to watch. Where do you think they stack in the East? Where do you, what seed do you think they get up to? Me, I'm saying yeah. top. They're they're a playoff team. I'm not going to put them towards the top just yet, but I'm going to put them sort of towards the middle. Um, I think on their high end, probably a four or five. Um, on the low end, they're going to be an eight or one of those play-in teams. Yeah, I, I think the Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics are in like their own tier at the top of the Eastern Conference just because, you know, we kind of know what they are. They've made some improvements in the offseason. And then you got another tier, for me anyways, with the Nets, the uh, – well, really, the Nets and the Wizards right there. Um, I I think the Heat and the Raptors are kind of in that same conversation. But with the Nets and Wizards, you've got – you know, you don't really know what's going to happen. You've never seen these players together. Sure, they're great players individually, and they've had success in the past with different all-star teammates, but we don't know how they're going to play together. Uh, me personally, I think the Wizards will end up being a top five seed. Uh, shameless plug, wrote an article about how people are actually slept, sleeping on the Wizards and Russell Westbrook. Um, it came out today, and I, I talked about like a variety of reasons why I think the Wizards are really going to overachieve with Westbrook at the helm. And you know, it kind of goes to what you was talking about, Maddie. Like he's he's surrounded by shooters. Like you could go up and down the roster. There's like eight guys that shoot about 35% from three. Like Russ has never had this spacing in his entire life. And not only that, like he's Davis Berton's probably the best shooter he's ever played with. He shot, gosh, I think he shot like 42.8% on eight attempts last year. Like that is stupid. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. And then you got Thomas Bryant, like he was talking about, you know, this is the this is literally the first floor spacing big man Russ has ever played with. But he's not one dimensional. He's not just some white dude who's just gonna stand out there and jack up threes. Like he's a guy that can play defense. He can be efficient around the rim. So, and then you got Brad Bill. Brad Bill is um, 
probably the best fit in terms of superstar that Russ has played with since KD. And, and that's that, that's all I'm going to say there. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about uh, Russ and the Wizards, and I, I think they're going to make a lot of noise in the East. Okay, well, I think we all, as uh, obligatory Russ fans forever, as Thunder fans, um, no matter where he goes, we'll always cheer for him. But uh, I think we're all going to be rooting for him. I think we're all going to want him to be super-duper successful uh, wherever he's at. And, Dylan, you you made some valid points there, and um, I might put them a little bit higher on the list then um, with you saying that, even though I think a couple other teams take a higher – they have a jump up. Um, so uh, we shall see. The East is going to be very interesting this year. I mean, when you look at the Hawks, you look at uh, the Heat, mm-hmm. you look at the Wizards, um, you look at hell, the the um, mama, the Pacers. I mean, yeah. th- there's, some, there's some interesting things happening here. So we shall see what happens with them. Um, but alternatively – um, with Russ leaving Houston, um, that means our mortal enemies, as in 2020, the Rockets are crumbling before our eyes, it seems. Hate and, to see it. Oh, love to see it. And um, James Harden is probably still partying right now or uh, sleeping off a hangover. Um it is all over the place. I mean, if you haven't heard about this, you've been living underneath a rock. Um, Harden is yet to report to camp. Um, he has yet to tell ownership what the heck's going on. Um, and he has um, let somebody know, because it was leaked out yesterday by Woj, that he does want to be traded. Um, and he has a couple of preferred destinations. Um, I think this is absolutely hilarious in every sense of the word um it is just great to see this uh what are y'all's thoughts on this uh first of all as much as i love like just besmirching the name of james harden because i love besmirching the name of james harden um i believe it was either mark stein or tim mcmahon uh that reported yesterday harden is in houston uh he has to go through quarantine and you know pass all the tests before he can join the team actually in camp but he is back in Houston. Um, that being said, I mean, the word around national media, like you turn on any NBA podcast, they're saying the Harden trade is pretty much inevitable. And if Harden gets traded, that team is going to pretty much nosedive um, in the conference. Um, that being, that also being said, you know, that pick that we have next year is top three protected, I believe, for that pick swap. Four, um, top four. Top four. Ah, dang. I told somebody wrong yesterday. Anyways, um, I don't think they're bottom four if they lose Harden based on what they get back. You know, maybe it's a Ben Simmons. Maybe it's a pat- package with Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. But you still got John Wall there. I know he hasn't played ball in a couple years. But, you know, even if he's poor man, like putting up like 15 points, six assists, you got Boogie Cousins, Christian Wood. I don't think that they're a bottom four team in the NBA. Um, so that bodes well for Thunder fans because that means we get another pretty much guaranteed lottery pick at that point. And, hey, we, we lost some lottery picks. Uh, I also want to just take this time to say that I have I have fully jumped on to the K train. I always wanted K Cunningham, but I'd be willing oh, to get yeah. somebody else. 
But oh, like, yeah. No, it, it's Cade or bust, bro. Give me all the Cade. All the Cade all the time. That guy is a freaking monster. He's a point guard. He's 6'8". He actually got taller. Um, he hit like another growth spurt somehow. I don't know. He went from like 6'7 to 6'8 now. Uh, the guy is just insane. He's got range. He, I mean, this isn't like a draft preview pod or anything, but like the guy is just so, so good in a draft class with so many guys that would have gone number one in last year's draft over Anthony Edwards. Um, he's you know just what I love best. about Cade is that he's doing this against two, three zones. Like he's literally doing this against matchup zones and just slicing and dicing them. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. I just, I, I have dreams about what he'll do one-on-one against somebody. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a thing of beauty. And I, I'm here for it all the way. I'm glad you guys are on the K train finally. I'm, I'm really, really happy about that. Um, Cause it's, it's going to be a very glorious train to be a part of. Now, you know what, like getting that cat from Gonzaga, if we, if we have to stick at two, like, okay, you know, like I'm not going to lose sleep over that. That's a hell of a consolation prize uh, to get him too. But like, I really want that number one overall pick. I really want to get Cade having him and Shay, like, man, like I, and depending on what happens with that Houston pick, like if it's a top 10 pick and we can get maybe move up and get an Evan Mobley or somebody like that, you know, a guy that's mobile can move uh, a big man that can shoot and that can dribble and really good defender, like all the things you'd want, like our rebuild could be done. Honestly, a rebuild could be done after this draft if things fall correctly for us. As stupid as it is to say that, right? And then we're just in development mode. We're not in rebuild mode. We're just in development mode, which is incredible yeah. with all the assets we have. Yeah, yeah. Dolan actually tweeted uh, yesterday. He was like, if Harden gets traded and it helps our draft picks, do we, like, do we look at the Harden trade differently? And I said, so let me see if I'm doing this right. Sam Presti traded James Harden, Lazar Hayward, Daquan Cook, and Cole Aldrich for Alex Brenes, Josh Eustace, Stephen Adams. Um, and then I said, uh, Kate Cunningham, Imani Bates, Chuck Holmgren, and Bronny James. <laughs> am, I, am I doing this right? And LeBron James. If we get Bronny, we get LeBron too. Yeah. FYI. Exactly. Oh, man. So, I love it. I love it. Five this, D chess. Five yeah, D chess. All, all the possibilities. Um, so, yeah. Um, Boo Rockets. I can't wait for that trade to go through and I can't wait for James Harden to go to another team and make them hate him just like the Rockets hate him already. So, um, and the benefit of this, the benefit too, is that he's kind of, although he opened it up to more teams, he's kind of still hurt his trade value. So they're not going to get maximum juice out of the squeeze, so to speak um, in this deal, which is even better for us because it's going to mean they're a worse team. Um, and our draft picks will be better just because of the antics, not just him getting traded, but they're not mm-hmm. getting back what we got back for PG, right? They're probably not yeah. getting back what the, what the Pelicans got for uh, Drew Holiday. They're certainly not yeah. getting an Anthony Davis return. So, like, hey, I'm golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's actually probably closer to the Drew Holiday trade, personally. Um, and – 
it's definitely not going to be, I don't think anything, and I'm just going to put this out in the ether. I don't think any trade is going to be like the PG trade. And the reason why is because Presti knew it was a two for one deal for the Clippers mm -hmm. that the only way yeah. Kawhi was going to sign is if PG was there. So unless that situation comes through again, um, I do not think that that's ever going to happen um, just on a straight up value type of thing. Now I think the Pelicans, um, David Griffin's a, he's a good GM. You know what I mean? He's, he's no slouch either. And I think that he, he played the patient game with them and finally got what he wanted instead of just going chicken little and reacting. He was like, no, oh, okay, it's fine. Let me go ahead and work this deal out. Cause if they really want them, they're going to end up having to pay um, big bucks for this. And he made them put their money where their mouth was at. One, one last thing, and uh, I'll stop, stop ranting. How blessed are we that we have Sam Presti, that we haven't had to sit through a whole season or a long period of time with a disgruntled superstar that wants out, and we've had to answer that in the media, this, that, and the other. Like, we knew we were moving on from Chris Paul, but we could have very well kept him, right? And it would have been like, okay, maybe we run it back for one more year. Uh, but we, I mean, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Chris Paul, like all – within the last, you know, year and a half of, of making deals happen. And we haven't had to go through what the, the Pelicans went through with Davis, what the Rockets are now going through with Harden. And we were able to get max value back and leverage the situation. Like Presty handled it beautifully. Do you want to know why, Moles? It's because, because we a, actually, yeah. No, we're a first-class organization, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why. <laughs> All right. That is the new term of the year. Um, if you guys hadn't found out, term of the 2020-2021 season is first-class organization because that's what we are. Um, but uh, moving on, you know, that's always some good stuff. We had a couple of Twitter questions out there, so I want to go ahead and hit Thank these. Um, one of them, we're actually going to do a full pod about it, so I don't want us to touch this one just yet. Um, but I'm going to start off with it just so I could say, hey, we answered you a little bit. Um, so season predictions, um, I'm saying 72-0, and 0, just like I do every single year. Uh, and I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a full-on breakdown, though, um, whenever uh, we do that pod. So, Plow, whenever we get there, we got you, brother. Um, yeah, I, I do want to say, though, before we move on, um, I was on another podcast talking about the Thunder, and uh, he said – he asked me – it was Charles Long's podcast, if you want to check it out. But he said, um, what is the ideal season for the Oklahoma City Thunder? And I said, to lose every game by one point without missing a beat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he about lost it. He was that one. Heck yeah, no yeah. lies detected there. Um, Yo, but we do have endorse another that. Yeah, we do have another Twitter question from Justin Lowe at JLow2836. I see what you did there. Um, do you think in the near future that players around the league would be more interested in playing for the Thunder with all the good things players have to say about our franchise? Or does that just make us the best backup plan if a player misses out on where they wanted to really go? Um, I've been saying this. I'm going to kick this thing off. I've been saying this for a couple of years already, um, and I think it's going to slowly start coming to fruition. 
we will be a free agent destination. And it's because of the organization. We will be. Um, whenever teams and, and, and players and agents get to deal with such a, a honest, straight up, family oriented, I mean, the list goes on on good things that I could say about the Thunder organization that whenever they can deal with somebody like that and do business with them, you're going to gain more, you're going to gain a customer base. You know what I mean? It's just like any other business line out there. And I think our time is coming. Um, now, do I think we're going to land huge, huge stars? No, right? We're not going to get the biggest and the, the brightest, right? But with that said, we're going to get a lot of really solid guys that want to con contribute to our foundation that we have already. Um, and that's just, that's just my crazy Homer opinion here. Um, but I, I, I think that that is something that is absolutely true, Justin. I, I think that players will, will see this and Chris Paul, whether we know it or not, he is a huge mouthpiece to the MBPA huge mouthpiece i mean after being the president yeah. last year and just how involved he's been every player in the mbpa has probably heard something about the thunder and how we operate um and that's just going to go to help us even more um and then if you really look at some of the players that we've literally got traded to us and then we you know we let them go um i mean the danilo thing right we didn't think we were getting crap out of that you know and then lo and behold we get a little something, something back, right? Because Danilo did us right. You know, granted, the Hawks needed it also, but they wanted to work with us there. Um, so it's, I say yes. I, I absolutely believe so. I think that we will be a destination. Taxes are cheap here. Cost of living is cheap here. Um, it's easy to get around the city. You have a lot of the big city stuff without all the traffic. Um, so I most definitely believe that we will be one someday. So what you're saying is we're going to be able to sign a better free agent than Patrick Patterson and Ernest Noel in the future. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and it might be a more veteran type as, as we go on, you know what I mean? In the future, somebody that's, that's past their prime, but can still, you know, give some stuff out. Um, I, I can't just toss names out there because I'm, like a LaMarcus Aldridge type of signing? Something right? like that, right? Because he's, he's been in small markets for a while. Why wouldn't he just go to another one? You know, and I'm, and I'm putting that in air quotes, you know, going from the Blazers to the Spurs, yes, they're smaller markets than some of the big guys, but we're even smaller. Like that tier of player, right? Yeah. Not, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. a LeBron, but we'll probably get like that tier two, tier three There you go. Guy. I think that's a, that's a better way of putting it. Yep. Yep. Hey, I, man, I think so. Bronny, we're getting LeBron. Fair. Uh, I want no piece of brownie for the record. Um, none, none, unless, unless this dude is just an absolute stud next year. And I, I just don't want any piece of him. I think he's going to get ate up in the league and he gets stacked up with great double AU teams. And that's the reason why he looks better than what he is. That's it. He's going to be stacked up here too. He'll be stacked up here too. Oh Lord. All right. Rebuttal me. Rebuttal me. I'm okay with it. Um, hey, he's just opinion. a sophomore, man. He's not done growing either. I don't know if you saw a recent pick of him. He's, he's booked up quite a bit. You know, I know he's going to be huge. I know he's going to have a good physical ability. My thing is, I mean, there's very few, very few 
how do I say this? Players, kids, right? Former yeah. players, kids that have been truly successful in the league. Um, and and I, I got burnt on this because I was stupid high, stupid high on Gary Payton. You know, like I was like, man, that pedigree, his dad's work ethic, da 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 da. And here we are. He's just, man. You know what okay. I mean? He's, he's nothing special. Um, uh, so it's, that's just probably some of my old biases there. If it happens, it happens. And I'll be happy for Brawny. But um, I just, yeah, give me the Kate Cunningham show. That's all I really want. And that Victor Bledbergia guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wimbanyama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I actually included him in that tweet that I, I replied to Dylan. I forgot about him, though. Yeah, I um, love that guy. I think that's our next KD without the uh, snake uh, DNA. So, Dylan, why don't you answer that question? We'll give your take on it. About OKC being a, a free agency destination or just leverage. All right, hold on a second. Sorry, that's how I let them know that I'm back. Um. <laughs> Work at man's pod. <laughs> no, I would say uh, I don't want to, like, fully disagree with Jerry because everything you said was right. And, like, I've even had conversations with, like, other podcast people and people on Twitter about, like, the state taxes and cost of living and, like, that being a selling point. So, like, I completely understand that. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think we're ever going to be a player's first choice. I think it's going to be, you know, if we if you end up getting traded here, if you end up in OKC, like, I'm completely fine. I'm not going to try to force my way out. I'm not at the Knicks. I'm not at the Pistons. I'm not at one of the – I'm not at the Hornets or, like, any of these terribly run organizations. But I, I, I don't know. I Just history shows that uh, – you know, we haven't been able to get those kinds of free agency or free agents. Now, like you said, you know, that could definitely change. And, you know, if this rebuild goes like we think it's going to go with the type of players that we think we're going to get, uh, that could definitely change just because, you know, people might be trying to win a free ring. Um, but as of right now, I, I, I don't, don't say I agree. Oh, that just gave me chills. A free ring? Like, oh, go to OKC. You'll get a free ring. Like that. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we weren't able to get that even with KD and Russ, right? Like, and maybe it was the personalities. Maybe, maybe some, you know, some people like knew about KD that the media didn't at that point. Um, everybody that's played with Russ has had nothing but good things really to say about Russ. Even KD said like Russ wasn't the problem, but then like the organization gave him everything. He like, anyway, we're not, we're not talking about KD anymore, but like, so like, in that history that made it very difficult and we won like 60 games you know that year with kevin martin right like we were the number one seed and and mm -hmm. all that um and still like people weren't trying to come and get quote unquote a free ring but ideally you know we nail some of these draft picks we have these guys on rookie scale deals and then we have cap space and could bring in some studs you know maybe they're not tier one guys but maybe tier two or tier three either through trade or if they want to come in free agency like that's cool um, and then when it's time to extend our guys, then, you know, we have the stars and we extended the guys that we drafted and we just have kind of our own super team that we, that we kind of molded together with all of our assets and, you know, nailing the draft and just being smart with our money. 
And by that point, ownership is ready to, to go all in and the luxury tax again, and we just kind of make it work. Um, that is a timeline. That is a realistic timeline if Presti nails the draft. I mean, the only guy that's going to be commanding max money uh, in the near term is Shea, right? He's, a, he's eligible for an extension after this season, and that'll eat up some of our cap, but we get, we're going to have a ton of space. And honestly, like taking your, your homership out of this, is Shea going to command a max deal? I think he probably yeah, will. It's not, yeah. it's, not guaranteed, it's not guaranteed though, right? Like we need to see a huge step forward this season for him to get max money, right? Like he's not – that's not just like going to fall on his lap. Um, he's got to go earn it still. But do you, do you think he will? Do you think that he's going to get the whole bag after this season? Oh, I absolutely think he will. I mean, I, I haven't been shy about what I think about Shea's growth and development this year. And um, everything that I wished would happen uh, has seemed to happen in terms of, like, you know, shipping out Dan and shipping out Chris Paul, you know, making Shea that lead ball him. We're giving him the opportunity to go out there and make plays and learn and grow as a playmaker. And he's even talked about in his interview, like, he's learned everything that – you know, he could about being a point guard from Chris Paul, which was one of the best point guards of all time. So mm-hmm. I think Shea is going to take that next step. And I, I think, you know, the organizations will be like, look, Shea, like we're, we're trying to lose, um, but the ball's in your hands. Like, you know, go make plays and like go take 20 shots a game. Like go do you, go be an all-star on a terrible team. And I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to step up and I think he's going to, um, I think he's going to prove that he is worth a max contract. And that he's in that Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray. Uh, I, I think he's kind of already close to De'Aaron Fox. Um, maybe not quite yeah. yet, but, but like in that tier of guy that, that, yeah. got, that just got a max extension within the last year, yeah. season or two. Yeah, I'm like ESPN, you know, they just released their 50 to 11, you know, player rank. And, you know, you can you can hate on all you want, but like, you know, ESPN's national media, they do have, you know, an opinion and they do, you know, cover the sport. And I think Shea was 38. De'Aaron Fox was something like 32, 33, something like that. And so he's he's not far off. And so, I mean, if De'Aaron Fox is worth the max, then I absolutely think Shea is worth the max because I love Fox. Fox was great at UK. He's a UK guy, hashtag BBN, just like Shea. But I think Shea can do more um, offensively and defensively. Well, we shall see what happens and what's up Sam's sleeve here soon. I mean, that's what, next summer where we're going to be talking about this? So, um, yeah. It's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Um, I'm excited, though, about this season so much. I'm so excited to lose and um, win all at the same time. Uh, So moving on to some other Thunder news real quick. Uh, Yesterday, Al Horford arrived to Oklahoma City officially four years too late. Um, And uh, it's a done deal now. Uh, Terrence Ferguson is now a uh, Philadelphia 76er. And uh, we also just signed hot off the press this morning. Uh, the Poku deal is 
there. Um, he's officially on our squad. Uh, we don't know the details of that one just yet for the Thunder, you know, what they usually do. Um, but we're waiting on that. Um, I'm, I'm, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm okay with Al sitting with us, even this whole season. Uh, I think he would be a very good asset to have around these young guys. He's played on some pretty good teams underneath some pretty good coaches. Um, I just think the system fit was completely wrong uh, in Philadelphia. So um, we're just going to deal with Al as it goes. I think it'll be a good thing though. Um, And then Poku, I mean, if he ends up in the G league most of the year, you know, that's fine. He just needs to put on some weight maybe play a couple of games uh, in some blowouts and suit up. Uh, so, you know, we'll put him up against some, uh, some teams that we know we're going to lose against so he can get some PT. Um, but I'm excited about it. I think it's a good thing. I, I'm super, super excited about Al Horford being official. I, the guy has a lot to offer, and we'll talk about more about what we think his line's going to be with us uh, during our, our season preview pod and, and kind of what we expect out of, you know, a good chunk of our players, but the leadership, I mean, Horford has been a two-way player, uh, you know, his entire career. He's, he, he's not a liability on the defensive end. People thought he was actually going to make that Philadelphia defense insane. And it just was a weird fit offensively. So of course, like the defensive, benefits weren't going to be there but man the guy is is an elite modern day five he does everything you need him to do um he he can space it he can pass uh he's he he has good lateral quickness and all those things and and shay's gonna need somebody like that to increase his development in the pick and roll and the pick and pop, all of those things, you have to have somebody on the receiving end of that. If you're going to be running point guard, right. Um, even just on a psychological thing of like, I got this guy, the ball where he needs it. And the ball went through the hoop. Cool. Like that reinforces good behavior or, you know, all the things that you need for, for him as well as some of the other young guys. Right. I mean, we don't have like a bunch of guys that, that are creators and in, in inherently, and we'll need to use that pick and pop game. I'm really excited to see the pick, pick and roll, pick and pop with like Baisley and Horford and, and see what that looks like, right? Like it's going to be really fun. We're going to have, a, I mean, Pokashevsky, right? It's going to be really fun watching all those guys play the, the two-man game with Horford and kind of see what, uh, what Mark D can, can expand out of that. So I'm really, really excited there. Um, George Hill is another veteran I'm really excited about too and, and seeing what he can – impart on Shea especially with uh the three-point efficiency and picking your spots there and when to shoot and all that stuff so really really excited there um that those that those things are official uh Pokashevsky are you are you officially on board Dylan with the Pokashevsky move um I'm not officially on board but I'm okay with it (laughs) As long as we can call him Pokashevsky and not Poku, because every time I hear somebody say Poku, it makes me cringe, like physically cringe. So, Poku, Poku, uh, Poku. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. He unmuted his mic just so he could do that. No, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I get it. It's a shot. You know, there's a chance he ends up in the G League or even out of the G League, and there's a chance that 
you know, he becomes something, you know, a good building block for this rebuild. Um, I will say I was playing 2K with him the other night. Uh, brought him in off the bench at the power forward spot. He had like nine boards off the bench. So, hey, uh, if, he's, if he's able to provide that kind of activity on the glass, um, that'd be great. Uh, he still he, – he missed his three, though, so that kind of upset me. But, um, no, I, uh, I, I'm really excited about the veterans, though, uh, Horford and George Hill specifically. Um, Ariza, if he would ever come here. Uh, I, I think, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's important to, you know, talk about, you know, when people go through these rebuilds, they're thinking like, oh, like our entire team's going to be under 25, and that's, that's going to be good. Like, no, you, you have to have vet- veterans, you know, on the roster that can, you know, instill the culture, instill good habits, and instill, you know, their knowledge over the years into these young guys so those young guys can take the next step or else these young guys are just going to be in per- perpetual suck, basically. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm on board with keeping Horford and Hill – and even Reza, if he ever shows up, um, at least until the price is right on, you know, what teams are willing to offer for a player like Horford Hill or Reza. Um, but, yeah, as long as they're here and, you know, from everything I've heard, you know, we haven't talked to Horford or anything like that, but Hill's been very complimentary of the organization just like everybody is. He's excited. Um, you know, he seems to be here with an open mind and optimistic about his fit and, you know, how he can rub off on these guys. So, yeah, I'm I'm completely fine with them being here, and uh, I, I kind of think it's necessary. Heck yeah, I love that. It's because we're a first class first class organization, Dylan. That's why first class. Yes. Um, Easy for you to say. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think that sort of wraps up what what we had on topic this week. Any changes from the last pod that we did? Um, so you know our first preseason game is on Saturday y'all against the Spurs Um, and then we (laughs) kick off the season on the 22nd uh, which is our first official game Uh, be on the lookout we're going to have a couple more pods one being a season preview Um, and then we're going to do a game on one of these also and keep a lookout we're working on a a bingo card for all of our listeners to Matt Tierney uh, yeah, follow through with on the or you know go through with the season on and if you fill up your bingo card first um then you will win a prize from us so uh something pretty cool and i know it's gonna have some crazy crap on there and i can't wait to see this thing in the finished product um but be on the lookout for that y'all um on behalf of uh maddie moles at maddie moles pod uh at dylan uh at thunder chats um Y'all say some uh, positive, some positive affirmations, and send positive vibes to the, to the chats family. Uh, they are expecting their third baby any Woo! day now. Um, just waiting on this. Yeah, waiting on this baby boy to make his appearance into the world. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean that's really it. I'm just working from home, going crazy with a one year old. So uh, until next time. Thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.